All right. I am recording. All righty. Oh, Theoretically, shit, I should I'm check my oh, yeah, levels real quick just to make sure Discord nah. didn't do a little fucky yesterday. You know, I haven't looked at um, Rule 34 dot yet, and I'm I'm not sure how we're going to yeah. pair up this one today. I, I'm interested to see how AO3 feels about them. All right. We ready for clapping? I'm ready to clap. Yes. Let's do it. Three, two, one. Felt solid. My bit for today <laughs> would be me yelling Scotland forever with this the the Scottish national anthem playing behind me, like one of my favorite YouTube videos used to torture speedrunners. But that's a hard bit to set up. So uh, today we're talking about a Scottish guy who is the least cool Scottish guy in fiction. Yeah. Um, welcome to Red by Daylight, your favorite podcast about the lore of Red by of Dead by Daylight characters that we have read <laughs> by daylight. Usually, no, this for is you. just Red Red by Daylight, where we go back through each individual. We're going to go back through every episode mm -hmm, and talk about the lore of each episode's <laughs> lore. At this point, we could. So here we have the beginning of Caro saying, "As a Jew, uh, uh -huh. uh, this is uh, the first instance of the, it. the first of many, and each time is a blessing." <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, yes, the episode where they talk about Oklahoma for 10 minutes. Oh, Listen, there's a lot to discuss. There's a lot to <laughs> unpack wind with that comes fucking show. sweeping down the plains. God damn it. People the understand Surrey this. The Surrey has fringe on top. It's really important that we talk about it. Hi, I'm one of your three hosts. My name is Gavin Gaddis. My pronouns are they, them. And the bit of this show is I have played quite a bit of Dead by Daylight <laughs> and know what the hell's going on sometimes in the lore. Uh, I am joined by fellow lore master and resident monster fucker, Cole Burkhart. Hi, uh, Cole Burkhart here. He, him. I have watched a great deal of this game being played, uh, <laughs> even though I cannot play it myself because... Uh, Disability, hurrah! Um, but I have Same gone way. maybe a little too in depth about the lore of of Dead by Daylight. Um, <laughs> it's fine. And talking about how <laughs> deep you would go in the killers. yeah about how 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 deep I would go into each uh, each killer. And uh, and giggling in the background, we have uh, resident never played Dead by Daylight. Resident expert, scaredy Jeff. cat Caroline Wiggs. Hi. Hey. Um, <laughs> I Resident say never I'm, played and never monster fucked. Never, not yet anyway. And I'm always like, I'm always saying like, oh, I'm too scared to watch her. I'm too scared for anything. And then I'm just like mainlining fucking The Last of Us every week. So like the I, the day, the day you find your first, your first monster <laughs> will be a special one. And I, I hope to be there for I it. I will text you immediately if you're not there. Like, don't per worry. Perfect. You will be Great. my first contact. Great. I await the day where it's like one of the pedestrian ones and Cole has to temper his like, really? You're like, God damn, you're so basic. Look, I'm basic she's and like, that's fine. This vampire that doesn't even physically look different from a human from this <sighs> Okay, no, 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 no. I don't fuck with vampires. High. They're boring. Yeah, they vampires are. Vampires are boring. And also, like, I am already pretty anemic. We don't need to be draining me of blood. <laughs> like, it's already kind of an issue. That's Ow. Why do you think I'm so pale? Oh, I forgot to mention, not to date this episode, but Please Scream do. is coming out soon. I, I was actually uh, going to bring up Scream just uh, coming out. So, so I got that <laughs> phone call. Uh, there, Scream is doing this promotional thing where you can enter in your phone number and Ghostface calls you. So what I does got he that, say? I got that not once, 
but twice oh, yeah? last <laughs> night. Nice. I had two separate people enter my phone number, and you did this really horny call that's like, well, 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 insert name here, so you finally decided to talk to me. Oh, I shit. hear you like horror. And then like goes on to say in the horniest fucking voice about how he's going to chase you down and kill you, and you've got 10 seconds, and then he hangs up the phone. Wait, uh-huh. okay, quick question. Okay, so mm-hmm. I'm... My media recommendation for today, I'm jumping mm-hmm. ahead a little bit, but I'm not going to do it right now. But it has to do with Scream, actually. Yeah. In a oh. roundabout kind of way. Uh-huh. Um, Cordy Cox it. <laughs> but, like, so what I've learned so far, aren't there always two killers? So, like, how, and they're different uh, each time. So, like, how so is he a voice? It's a voice. In the um, world of... You know how in Five Nights at Freddy's, in the world of Five Nights at Freddy's, those animatronics are somehow possible in the 80s already? They they wouldn't know that either. Um, Essentially what it is, it's a a voice modulator that gets... That shouldn't exist. That should not exist. It's just a magic Um, little box that they hold next to their face and it makes the the voice of a horny guy come out of it. Um, Okay. In the first one, it's like (laughs) one of those like joke voice modulators that like could possibly exist. exist. Which I just played with. And then in the... In the second through fifth ones, it's like, a, oh, this technology okay. legitimately is not possible that <laughs> um, for the time sense. period. Yeah. Which leads sense. me to my my question I've had for Cole here. Uh, and mm-hmm. I should have asked this in the Ghostface episode. Mm-hmm. You've seen Scream Five, right? Like the new one. Yes. Of, of the, the one of one of the newer ones. Yes. Um, do they have the same guy doing the Scream voice, or did they change it? It's the. Same, because my my frame of reference for the scream, the ghost face voice now is all the TikToks that use it because mm-hmm. it's so fucking common mm-hmm. now. Um, um, I, ironically, I, we now have the voice changing technology. You just type text it; it's a text yeah. speech uh-huh. thing on TikTok. You can just do it. Um, yes, I believe it's still. I, I believe it's still the same guy. Gotcha. Okay. That, okay. Um, that, he's got that a answered voice. a question I've yes. had for a few minutes. So. Or rather, I if it was a different person, he was Sounds close like enough that it yeah. it was fine. Here's the thing. Ghostface, I guess, <clears throat> could be scary on his own, but that voice is doing mm-hmm. a lot of a lot mm-hmm. of heavy lifting for screen being horny The power for a lot of, of voice acting. Really? No, it's like a, no, it's a legitimate for argument yeah. for good sound design. Yeah. It okay. Speaking of good sound, well, no, I won't do that because we'll be here for a while. I'll talk about we it will. later. Uh, well, <laughs> moving on. About- <laughs> uh, welcome to our welcome to our Dead by Daylight podcast. Uh, <laughs> let me start presenting this slideshow that I did not finish, so we're gonna have to be creative with the fashion show. How long did we just um, chat? Six minutes. We're doing five great. Minutes. <laughs> yeah, we're doing okay. No, it's great. That's not as bad as it has uh, been. <laughs> We, we've we've done worse. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, we're doing blight. I, I, if I we didn't cut say, twenty minutes out of it's like, an oh no, before. we like each other. We're friends. I, I, I can't remember if we actually introduced who we're doing. So we're doing blight. We're uh, doing blight this. today. We're doing our least favorite Scotsman. <laughs> oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's Scottish. I didn't. I don't know. I, I didn't think actually of connect he's Scottish. Scottish. It comes Scottish. up zero percent. Yeah. Well, I, I think I can think f- of some worse Scotsmen. It might take me a bit, but Macbeth. He wasn't great. Uh, the guy from The Last Scotsman, probably yeah. pretty bad Scott. Several right characters on Outlander. <laughs> every every train nerd in the world, and mm-hmm. they aren't <laughs> listening to this, but every train nerd in the world is going, the flying Scotsman, and y'all can get your heads out of your asses. It's a pretty cool locomotive. Maybe we've spent too much money on it, but it's it's worth <laughs> having. Th- that is that is an entire podcast in itself to have that conversation. Anyway, welcome to Red by Daylight, Dead by Daylight Lore Podcast, where I talk about train bullshit. 
Carol, look at this man. Look at this man. Look at this gaping face hole. Before you, I have a man. He is showing hole. Mm -hmm. God dang. I thought he was just puking out light. I have done some pretty gnarly glottal sounds imitating killers on this show. I'm not going to try and imitate what Blight sounds like. So he can just kind of, I mean, if he can, if his jaw detaches that much, he can get a lot in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's not detaching. It is detached. Like, oh, yeah. detached. Detached. Yes. It, that is that when you move okay. him in game, he is a phys- that jaw is a physics it, oh, object and it just flops you know how, around. Like, you know how like lava will seem like it's solid and then yeah. you can pick it up and it's liquid. It's, it's like that in his jaw. I, we're not we're not trying to make it worse. It, it really is that bad. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. um okay, so my mm-hmm. little blowjob joke. Stop being funny real fast. No, you you could stick your dick in there. You, you could, could stick your dick in there, but I feel like you'd feel bad one about time. it. Yeah, it's, it's a real hot dog you, down a hallway you, situation. You could do guy. it one. <laughs> and it I would think that's only the first time I've gotten time. both of you at the same time. I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta go. Phenomenal. So he's got this. He's a, he's from Victorian era England. Shocker. Um, <laughs> He's he's got this sort of I mean he's I'm just gonna say it right now this is inspired by Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde mm-hmm. we've been talking about blight looks this entire goddamn time you've seen the the syringe yeah seventeen times now mm-hmm. you know um, there's no hiding that fact so he's got all the the yellow goop coming off of him he's got this cool walking stick that's also <clears throat> like an ice pick at the top mm-hmm. like mm. uh, he's got yaoi like, hands yeah. going on pretty good um, <laughs> and Honestly, just boring pants. But uh, yeah. let's let's talk about our boy Blight. We're gonna talk about we're gonna avoid lore for now. There's a lot of lore discussion. Let's talk about his gameplay and see what Carol can come up for with him. Mm-hmm. Um, first weapon to continue the sex jokes. His weapon is the Bone Buster. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> that mouth is the Boner Buster, yeah. uh, and his his main power is Blighted Corruption. Um, I would quote a kind of ableist uh, Elton John song here, but I do not have all the lyrics memorized. Uh, but he is, in fact, a pinball wizard. Uh, <laughs> the, the whole, the whole bit gameplay-wise with Blight is he. Uh, you right-click to make him basically go into rage, and he will run in a straight line, and you could you you can't steer it. So the idea is. If you are a player who has extremely good map sense, where you have memorized the basic layout of a map, you can, and you, the idea of the rush is you intentionally bump into a wall, mm-hmm. turn, bump into another wall. So mm-hmm. you're supposed to literally pinball, like pinball around the map until you are close to a survivor and mm-hmm. you you can hit the shit out of them and knock mm-hmm. them down. Um, <laughs> it is most, extremely hard to do. Most people who play Blight are not good at it. When you get a good blight, it mm. is terrifying. It is because it makes you think you can play blight because watching them play blight it looks, looks effortless. Yes, and then you try it, and it's like fuck. The way no, that you're describing fun. it sounds like the time that I went to one of those indoor trampoline places and was just bouncing <laughs> yeah. off of things because I don't have a ton of coordination. I should not have been allowed on a trampoline. Uh, <laughs> I'm surprised you got out of there without a broken ankle. I I, I used to play. I sprained uh, my wrist. <laughs> while I was there. Uh, I used to play indoor soccer, which is Mm -hmm. vastly different than outdoor soccer. Yes. um, Because you could, 
the walls of it was like a dome it was like mm-hmm. a padded dome and you could literally kick the ball off of anything and it would still be considered in play hmm. oh um, that's wild yeah <laughs> Uh, like there were no out of bounds unless you managed to get it out of the dome in which case you know what what if we took soccer and made it like racquetball yeah basically it's Um, like soccer but but more dangerous if you got enough momentum you could run up those walls and use it to bounce back and forth it didn't do anything but it looked cool stranger things was like five (laughs) weeks ago carol god (laughs) kate bush is infinite (laughs) (laughs) Uh, let's. Uh, that was really loud. Sorry. <laughs> Defend the case. One of my coworkers I've, hates that, so she said it was like the worst song she'd ever heard, and I was like, I gotta leave. It's not not my favorite song. It's, I will say, but Kate okay. Bush, but Kate Bush, I have fun with it. I love. Sure. I, had, um, I I am one of the losers who'd never heard of Kate Bush until that happened. I'm just gay. Yeah, just gay excuse me. I'm just a direction. good queer. No, just in that particular direction. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Let us um, talk about his perks. Anyway, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> He's he's actually pretty heavy on hexes. I I forgot. Yeah, that he had two. Um, and some of them are are pretty good. Um, I will say. Um, let me scroll just to make sure nothing's changed. Um, oh, I don't have. You want the link? Oh, this is that's right. They changed. I forgot they changed these, and I haven't updated mine since they changed them. Um, so the first ones we have is is Dragon's Grip, um, which basically means that uh, you can, when someone damage, fuck, hold on. When Sorry. you kick Cut a gem. When you hit a survivor, <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, fuck, I do have it. When you kick a gem, <laughs> the next survivor to work on it gets exposed. It, For four oh, seconds. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Remember when I told you about that that build for the doctor where you look like one of the hallucinations of the yes. doctor if you stand still? Yes. That is yeah. what that streamer was using. They used Dragon's Grip to make mm. it so he would stand next to a generator. They would yell, be exposed for four seconds, and he would hit them in that four seconds. Clever. Smart. Um, after that is the Hex Blood Favor. Spelled um, the English way. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, which basically means that when when you hit a survivor, no one can down pallets uh, within a specific amount of range. Um, for 15 seconds. For fi- yeah, for 15 seconds as well. <clears throat> so, um, and that also sucks if that survivor is relying on um, the one that uh, struggle, the balance of power or something like that, where yes. you can knock over a pallet while you're being held. To get yourself free. Um, yeah. Uh, which is cool, but also not useful on certain maps. Anyways, um, pallets are kind of like a, um, when you are rushing, if you hit a pallet, it, it breaks you out of the rush. Um, and if someone downs it, they can also, you know, stun you regularly. Yeah. So if they can't put any pallets down, they can't stop you from ping-ponging across the map the way you want to. Um, the last... <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Every time we talk about ping pong, you know that like very '90s computer game, that ping pong game, or not ping pong, pong? but um, the um, not ping pong, the um, pinball. That's what you, I'm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like mm-hmm. the space cadet one. The, 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 the one that comes pre-installed on everyone's computers in the '90s, and then they stopped that. giving it to us, right? Which I'm furious Assholes. about. I would play that every. Like you let day. us keep Minesweeper, but we can't have Pinball Wizard. Like, fuck Minesweeper. In- mm-hmm. I'm 
I will introduce you off air to the uh, pretty well-reviewed pinball game on uh, on oh. Steam that has like multiple boards you can download. Great. DLC. Um, okay. <laughs> all right. Last is another Hex Totem called Undying. Which I is love pretty... this. It's very mm-hmm. cool. Undying is probably one of the better perks. I will um, never play Blight enough to unlock it for everybody, but it is uh-huh. very cool. Um, it basically means that survivors become visible on the map when there's close to specific types of totems. Just ones that, can, that aren't activated. Yeah. Uh, so there, um, there are five on every map. So if you only had Hex Undying, it would mean there are four places around the map that if a survivor is two to four meters away from that, mm-hmm. depending on how upgraded it is you would get their aura. Um, But here's what's actually useful about it Mm -hmm. that he's about to say. Oh, uh, sorry. I thought that, I thought that was you. I was just Um, queuing you up. (laughs) Uh, So, so basically when uh, another perch hex totem is cleansed, um, that hex goes to the hex that is being used for undying, which means that you can accumulate uh, any of the tokens that you have gained from other hexes that will go towards undying. Case in point. Um, this which is basically... My, if I had this, here's how I would use it for Huntress. Mm-hmm. She has that hex that the more you hook people, the more intense it is and harder mm-hmm. it is to prepare shit. It, that makes it a 50-50 shot that they will cleanse hers first and then it'll copy paste it over to the other totem. Mm-hmm. And I could keep downing people for that little much longer. And mm-hmm. if they take out undying first, it's effectively the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it, yeah, it's, it is not a lot of people will bother to cleanse totems, which is very fucking annoying because it can, it can, I don't want to say like ruin a killer, but it can, you know, at very least stop them from being quite so powerful but it takes time and totems are always hidden um so it i don't want to say it's it's it is good if you have other hexes and also are going against people who know to cleanse totems otherwise undying kind of is just there for the um being able to see folks around the map they're also it's worth pointing out that like if you play Dead by Daylight for too long, you enter into playing against people that are genuinely good at the game mm-hmm. that are able to, just by repairing a gen, basically, and then also figuring out what killer you are, they can roll a dex through their brain what builds those characters usually use. Oh, he's probably then, using X, Y, and Z. He's probably using X, Y, and Z. So like, if they figure out, oh, this one could fuck us over, they mm-hmm. will go hunt it down and immediately it's gone. Mm-hmm. Or the other thing... Yeah, he's probably got some bullshit hexes that I don't care about, and then just mm-hmm. not do them. So that that is Blight's deal, yeah. uh, mechanic wise. So, Caro. Huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After me saying several times, <laughs> this guy is a shitload of lore. Uh, what's your feel on what his lore is? Okay, so you've told me Scottish, but that it doesn't. Mm-hmm. No. Um, you've told me nope. Victorian. I don't know if that matters. Uh, yeah. Okay. Context, at least. Um, and he 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 glow, he glows. Um, glow, little glowworm. Um, what I, mm, given that, given the fact there's a lot of hexes and stuff, 
And okay, I might be getting the timeline wrong because numbers are fake. But mm-hmm. I was thinking about, and, and this could just be because we live in a pandemic-y world, um, but I was thinking about things like Spanish flu, and I know that that's later than he would have, that was later than Victorian England and Victorian mm-hmm. UK in general, um, but I know that it, you know, took a big hit, they took a big hit from that, and things like, you know, think about things like cholera epidemics and, it, you know, stuff like that. When I think blight and illness and hexes, I'm like, is there a supernatural ailment of some kind has a virus pierced the veil, um, which I think would be cool because how do you cure a supernatural virus or something like that? So I really like the idea of having a character who is for some reason a bridge between kind of the worlds. You've got ours and you've got one that's more supernatural. And some for some reason, this one is in the middle. Um I don't know why I haven't come up with that yet, but I'll I'll give uh, you a free, I'll give you a free time period one. It's before 1874 because East India company is named in this and they had to exist. Uh, East India trading company was dissolved in 1874. I I will Hmm. also say you got the math wrong, but the right answer. Oh, (laughs) Um, Because, yeah, I'm like, the, the timing is wrong, because I know things like, you know, Spanish flu and all that were yeah. much um, no, no, Nothing not, to do with Spanish flu, because it's the wrong time, but yeah, you that did was get like the, 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 the one person in two places. Oh. C- correct. Okay. Okay. Well, so, okay. So let's <laughs> say maybe there is someone, if I were to write this person, I think it would be interesting to have a character who is like I said, kind of bridging the two worlds, whether that's because mm-hmm. of a parent or because they something happened in childhood. Like, something has happened that allows them to kind of span the two worlds. And what if they accidentally bring something back? What if they accidentally bring back a germ or a virus or, you know, something that is going to affect certain people for some reason? Like Maybe it zeroes in on you know, a, a particular brand of person that this blight fella does not like and use it becomes a weapon in some way that maybe maybe he can control or maybe he can't control as much as he, as he thought and maybe starts using this as like a, a, a method of getting rid of these sort of people, but then loses control of it either because it just doesn't work that way or because he didn't understand it well enough or he Mm -hmm. did something wrong and it hurts a lot of innocent people. And that would be why you'd get snatched up because maybe he's like, well, I get that Mm -hmm. these, these innocent people are getting hurt. Yeah. But the bad guys that I don't like are still getting taken out. So it's fine. It's sort of that. And, you know, and justifying the means kind of thing, but it doesn't justify them at all. That's that would I think make sense for the the fog, the entity to be like, mm, maybe this one, this one doesn't seem so concerned with things like morals. Um, although the entity doesn't really seem to care about that. Yeah. But I don't know. I think, I think that could be an interesting, that would be an interesting story. And I kind of want to write it now. <laughs> <laughs> I won't. Great. I won't. Uh, great. <laughs> I won't. Uh, Another podcast. Hey. I, I, for once, I will say, I don't fucking have time. Mm-hmm. I have a horror Not from history trying, but... for you, uh, Ooh, since I had really the fun. East India Company's um, Wikipedia page open. 
Uh, a gentleman's club was formed called the East India Club, uh, basically Creative. for East India Company guys. It still exists today. Oh, no. It's still there. No, it shouldn't be. Great. Awesome. Uh, the worst anyway. soul gathering in one spot. Let's, let's talk about Talbot Grimes. Oh, boy. The Grimes what? who didn't get That's impregnated by... I'm sorry. The name is Talbot Grimes. The name is Talbot, which is where teachers shop for their clothes. Bless them, love them. And Grimes, the one who let Elon Musk raw dog it more than once. More than I once. And major kid not after have a said fucking that to jet. Me. I need to have not have heard that. Too late. Thank you so we much. Uh, by love the way, you. both me and Carol were going to make a comment about unprotected <laughs> sex with Elon Musk. I don't want that on record. I <laughs> hate it here. I absolutely hate it here. He did, in fact, invent meth. Um, we're not we're not saying that, but he did. Um, Nazis love him, so oh, no. uh, things are gonna. Well, no, not for that. I'm just saying that because the Nazis love meth. Um, yeah, that that's a thing in history we don't really talk about. The Nazis yeah. were blasted on methamphetamines. Yeah. Like a lot of those, like it's a tank, but the size of a city. That was mm -hmm. a lot of it's because they were yeah blitzed out of their minds no yeah yeah anyway was, um there's there's a reason why there was a lot of just if you dive into as a jew um i know i know a bit about this uh we got it i knew we'd get there it, but if you dive into some of that shit it's like yes there's a reason why there was a lot of like weird occult theorizing and why there was like some stuff that they would do where you're like what the fuck? Like, I know you're Nazis, but that really doesn't make sense. They were fucking high all the time. So I do have the joke about he invented meth because he did. But um, also <laughs> actual heroin is going to come and opium are going to come in yeah. this bit. So just yeah. like heads up that we're going to be talking about actual real world drug stuff in this. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, I'm not going to say it's treated poorly, but it's not like they went out of their way to treat to, it, it well specifically any particular mm -hmm. way. Um, well, I for one, I'm shocked. Yeah, uh, I also <laughs> threw down that ableism in the list is me predicting, and I I, I feel like I was right. Uh, uh, chances are, yeah. So given, given the track record, mm -hmm. old, old Talbot. Let's start with uh, just the stock uh, on the back of the tin lore. Um, what a stupid name. Sorry. So <laughs> no offense if your name is Talbot Grimes. It's not great. Yeah, he. Oh, what was the name? What? Oh God, what's that line? His name was Talbot Grimes, and he almost deserved it. Um, <laughs> um, to uh, understand the human condition, one must rise above it. This was the credo of Talbot Grimes, a Scottish chemist whose unrestrained ambition took him to towering heights. So um, essentially what happens is when he's a kid, he ends up eating experimenting with uh, foxglove, which is pretty fucking poisonous. poisonous. Yeah. Um, it almost kills he, him. It almost kills him. That's he gets through do. it. Mm -hmm. He gets through it and is like, wow, a single flower did that to me. I wonder what other flowers can do. No, and this is an inflection point where he could have become a healer. or He, he could have become a healer. Um, instead, he goes to work. He goes to study at London, the London School of Medicine, and then winds up working for the British East India Company um, and does so well. He is not only made head chemist, he is gifted a secret laboratory beneath a Under prison a camp. Prison. Beneath I, a prison I, camp. I, he is gifted basically a prison camp to experiment on. Now, I, let's point out. I'm sorry. It is off the coast of India. Mm -hmm. So like No. 
we are immediately East India no. Trading Company. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, but no. Like, so I not only is coming, he experimenting on prisoners. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We're doing I a colonialism hate... today. Yep. He deserves anything he gets. Um, oh, yeah. uh-huh. This guy sucks. He deserves to be named Topic mm-hmm. I, I. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I... essentially he ends up creating uh, meth um, and leads to a drug that allowed soldiers to withstand incredible amounts of pain. Though the though most oh. side effects were minor, there were rumors that a small number of soldiers went mad. In feral states, they massacred villagers, impaling the populace on bayonets and leaving them hanging from trees. There were no official reports on the subject because of fucking course <laughs> not. And, and Talbot refused. And Talbot refused to blame himself for what yes. could only be exaggerated war stories. Yes, I swear to God. Mm-hmm. I. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I, I want to point out with the short hair and that facial expression you just made, that was in the hand expression. You hit a Jamie Lee Curtis thing so hard right there. Yes! Oh, life is um, complete. Anyway, I want to point, I just want to make it very clear. The meth is a separate drug from the one that Cole just mentioned. He invents a drug that lets people stay awake and be more productive longer. Mm-hmm. Meth. Oh, and no. then he invents and, and then the other he thing. Them. Yep. <laughs> God, I... Oh, I uh-huh. hate every single part of this. Um, You'll like mm-hmm. this part. Um, the real, <laughs> though, <laughs> though his callous brilliance seemed unflappable, he was ignorant to the enemies his questionable work had amassed. The realization struck him quite literally with a steel pipe to the back of his head during a trip to Mangalore. He was bound and loaded into a wagon. When his blindfold was removed, a sickly man showed him a mass grave full of hundreds of bodies. Unbeknownst to Talbot, his productivity-increasing drug had killed nearly an entire factory's worth of workers. Shit. He knew he couldn't defend himself against the anger and accusations of his abduction. All he could do was curl up as the blows from the steel pipe rained down. His body was thrown into the grave and left for dead. And this would be this would be the point where the fog nabs him in any other killer's lore. Fuck. But next next slide. Let me show you the, the weirdest three no. words I've seen no. in a lore yet. Mm-hmm. Then from the edge of death, he was brought back. He found himself on a small bed as a kind wrinkled <laughs> face looked over him with each pain breath. He was nursed back to health in an ancient mystery, mystery school, school. posing as a monastery. <laughs> I hope you don't expect me to explain school? ancient mystery school. Cause they sure as fuck don't. Nope. I think we uh, should base- decide what ancient mystery school means. <laughs> basically they're like hey we've seen your work with chemicals why don't you come and work for us because he we gets hired again so many reasons mm-hmm. so many reasons he no he was plucked from the pit specifically to advance the school's knowledge and he agreed to help until his recovery was complete um being tasked with researching what the monks called the soul chemical uh, a compound derived from the pineal gland that could open the mind's eye. What so, became wait, as the, a favor... Yep. From the what? Pineal? P- pine, okay. Pineal? Uh, hang on, I'm trying to find it. P-I-N-E-A-L. Was, my, just as you said it, it my, my, my... From the penis gland. gland. No, from well, the my dick audio gland. glitched. All I heard was peat gland. Mm. And I was like, I'm mm. sorry, the who? So... <laughs> 
<laughs> from Google, which sucks now, but still, a tiny gland in your brain that's located between the back part of the corpus callosum. It's part of your endocrine system and secretes melatonin. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so it's why that I, I actually knew. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so essentially, he goes through and starts researching all of the like ancient texts and stuff, um, and dreamt of ushering humankind into a new period of enlightenment. Problem is, he's too good and he sucks. Um, mm-hmm. He gets a little close to finishing it, and that starts people acting weird around the like people monastery. begin to get nervous. <laughs> they start getting real nervous. Also, he's an asshole. Yeah. And then once again, he finds himself in a shitty situation. Uh, they basically oust him from the fake monastery and throw him into an opium den mm-hmm. uh, to rot for the rest of his life. And uh, oh. Uh, so he wakes up in the opium den, awoken again, each time hazier than the last. He tongued at hollow gaps between his teeth. How long, he wondered. A faint memory returned. The soul chemical. His notes, the verge of a breakthrough. A faraway whisper entered his mind. Here is one of the better horror moments in one of the mm-hmm. lords, by the way. Uh, he, he finds a rock in the opium den and sharpens it. And then he goes up to the stone walls and starts or maybe there would, but he goes up yeah. to the walls of this opium den and starts carving all of his research into it. And then he runs out of he runs out of room and starts doing it on himself. And then, like the entity, make shows him a field of flowers mm-hmm. of the flower that he's thinking about, and he walks into it. And then here's the best fucking oh, reveal. The last paragraph is so hang, fucking good. Hang on, before we talk about the last paragraph, I just want to briefly mention the Russell Crowe film, A Beautiful Mind. Uh, have we seen oh. the? Have any of us here seen a beautiful mind? Yeah, I've yes, yeah. I know a beautiful mind is well. a Ron Howard film uh, in which Russell Crowe plays a uh, brilliant mathematician or physicist. I forget which one he is. Um, who in college basically gets recruited into the CIA, where a uh, a CIA guy starts like dropping him packets of information for him to process, and he his life base he's a professor, but he's also trying to be it's a real person, by the way. It's a mm. real person. Um, the yeah. the big twist of the movie is you don't ever leave his unreliable narrator until the end, and you find out all of the CIA shit was unreal. It did mm. not happen. He was schizophrenic it, yeah. and hallucinating. Oh, that's a shame. It's so to really, that point, it's honestly really sad. <laughs> to that point, all that yeah. research he carved on the wall, he was mm-hmm. actually writing death is only the beginning over and over, over, and over hundreds again. of times. Oh, uh, shit. As uh, the denizens of the opium den awoke to silence, the dry scent of smoke still lingering in the air, shambling out of their drug-hazed fog, they found the stone floor wet with blood. Um, as eyes adjusted to the darkened room, the jagged lettering scrawled across its length began to appear, written over and over, without end. There was, there was but one single line, death is only the beginning. Hmm. Which that is, is the end okay. of his normal lore that is actually in the game. Yes. He does not actually get taken by the entity until much later. And even then he isn't taken, um, but we will, we can get into it. Um, Yeah. It's, it's hazy. Cause like this lore is written to infer Mm -hmm. that he is got here. Um, Mm -hmm. But uh, essentially what happens is he gets a call from the company, which is it's just called the company, but you can infer it's still East India. The the company then evolves later and becomes the company that ends up making the dredge. 
Um, but essentially, they're like, hey, we have found, they call it the bleed, which is where areas of the entity and the games have leaked out into the real world. Mm. Um, we've tried to send people into it. They're not coming back. We want you, our best scientist, to go in and see what the fuck is up. No. Um, we want you to do an it. annihilation, please mm-hmm. and thank you. Yeah. If I'm your best um, scientist, you are fucked. And uh, the worst part is, one guy actually came back from the bleed, and yes. he's nonverbal from it. Um, he gives he gives Talbot God, a like, like diary, and despite yeah. the fact that he was only gone for like a week or so, there are thousands of entries in this diary of him being stuck in the game, um, doing trials. Basically, doing he trials. was a survivor oh, um, that managed to get out, um, but he comes out and is nonverbal, and it's. Mm-hmm. Uh, Talbot is like reading through his entries and being like, wow, this guy's insane. Bet it won't happen to me. Yeah. Um, I'm built different. uh, Sucks for that guy, but I'm built different. (laughs) Built different. Um, They never are. And then his jaw was in fact built different. Uh Uh-huh. So he ends up up going into the fog and the two folks you go in with the three folks he end up going in with uh, end up dying. One he one he kind of kills. The other one, you know, it, it it's on him. Um, and uh, finds these flowers, the the bright orange flowers that you'll see in certain maps and also in the um, the the video cool. animatics. Um, and that becomes the the, that the, the the blight juice. Um, I'm I'm playing one of the animatics <laughs> that comes with. Honestly, I feel like they put way juice. <laughs> they, yeah, they put way more I, I, effort sorry, into. Sorry, I was these. reacting to the orange. Mm-hmm. Um, what were you gonna say, Gav? I was just saying they put more effort into his animations for some reason. Like yes, these, these blight ones are like really flashy Mm -hmm. this is also the closest we get to sort of a view of what it's like in between (laughs) trials Mm -hmm. it's Talbot walking amongst basically ghosts of other killers that are just standing waiting like uh, I think he passed Huntress and probably Doctor or somebody Mm -hmm. Um, and you just see this sort of swirling vortex and you can see like I think these are some of the other maps in the like vortex and over here they're so, like bones of old survivors and stuff yes. i think this is they basically just like the entity keeps them constantly overstimulated even if they're not in a trial mm-hmm. uh except blight is experimenting with the the go juice uh he's also a survivor that is his teacher's pet like the entity gives him his preferential treatment. Yeah. The entity lets him go uh, places. I know we've can. talked about um, killers that are survivors that become killers, but yeah. I think this is him. We never uh, he, got, but like, he's never official... a survivor though. It, he, but he has been in the games though. And it doesn't specify whether or not he's killing in them before he becomes the blight. Yeah. I, he I, goes I, in I, as a normal person. I get the vibe. It's just the entity wants him to find the flower. Though. Yeah. Like, I theorize the guy who was let out of the entity was on purpose so that it would get. Because mm-hmm. if we interpret his the end of his normal lore as not him being got by the entity, but him being seduced. Mm-hmm. Then the entity is trying real hard because the blight stuff happens, which. Um, 
We should which, talk about the the hallowed stuff real the quick. The wiki does not put the wiki's in laid the out pretty lamely on this one. It 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 does not tell you that the hallowed blight event is connected to the um it is connected to Grimes unless you go to the the additional trivia at the bottom. So I was going through reading his lore, being like, when the fuck does he become blight? When the fuck? Yeah. Does when he, does he do it? Yeah. When does he do it? And then it's, oh, it's this separate thing that came out before his stuff. There's also um, an animatic of him. Um, basically, there's a point in the extended lore, one of the newer ones, I think, mm-hmm. where he's, like, desperate for a flower to, like, finish mm-hmm. his research or whatever. And he's, like, crawling. O- it Literally, the entity puts him in an area with a bunch of bodies and shit. And he's, like, the bodies are, like, begging him for more. He's, like, he's having a thing where all of his memories are happening at once. Mm-hmm. So, like... He's remembering people from the companies he worked for. He's remembering people from the opium den. The, the mass for more. grave that he got left in. The, the... mass grave. Mm-hmm. Um, he's trying to get one blight flower. He's, or I forget what it's called, but like one flower from the entity to get more. Um, he himself is an addict, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We're doing literary things here. Mm-hmm. But then when he grabs the flower, the entity makes the flower have like roots that come up out of the ground and grab him. And then two of the vines on it stab into his arm and inject him with the blight juice and it transforms mm-hmm. him into blight for the first time um and that's when he gets all the like body changes and shit mm-hmm. mm. um his jaw just falls off yeah basically yep so caro what what's your vibe here ow bad um <laughs> i <laughs> I will. I mean, I know you're going to ask me, does this make him more interesting? Yes. Interesting. Yes. I think, yeah. Um, There's just so much, though, that I feel like it almost feels like it's it doesn't feel focused enough for me to invest, Mm, if that makes sense. It's like. There's a Mm -hmm. lot here and it feels like several different Mm -hmm. stories could have been told. But it's like they could they couldn't commit to yeah. one. So the Hallow Blight thing we mentioned is a series of ex of diary entries of him saying he's experimenting on a killer. Mm-hmm. We we mentioned this off mic, but this is like the first time where yes, this could probably be made into a book yeah. series. Um, if they made if they decided not to do a movie and did a TV series instead, I would fully yeah. like this. I would mean, be there, it. there's a lot um, there, which is yeah, yeah, because how is. Like, you know what I want to see? I want to see like an animated, like what they do with the the intros mm. for like survivors and stuff, where you did that little animated thing of them CG animated, not the crouching yeah. behind. Yeah, the CG. I want to see that as a mm. TV series for them. I want like a CG animated, <laughs> like the Team Fortress Two television show that never happened, but for Dead by Daylight. Oh. Yes. Uh, hmm. Now. I'm still mad. It's been like 20 years, but I'm still mad that I a TV show. That would have been fun. Normally, I'd talk about his map, but there isn't one, so we move on. Oh. Uh, nope. <laughs> Do we just nope. drop him wherever? He he got enough stuff. He 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 got a whole Halloween cosmetic before line he for came everybody. out. He like that was a year a, before he, he came out. It was wild. Before he yeah. Uh, here's his Memento Mori animation. Oh boy. Mm. All right. Okay. So he stabs you with with the thing. And then he stabs you in the Intimate? neck with the thing. You pull it out. Intimate. The the blight bubbles come out, and then he pops it with his fucking. <gasps> oh, 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 
don't mm-hmm. like that bubble one bit. Mm-hmm. No, I don't like that at all. <laughs> you don't like you don't like it a pizza. Not a fan. I'm not a huge fan. I got in trouble for some bubbles on my bagels. Uh, the Uh-oh. ones that I rolled. Yeah, not in like in trouble, but they really. Yeah, can't have that. that um, can't have so that. it looks like a yeah. fucked up sourdough bubble. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> and I don't like it. Gross. Yeah, yeah. Less, less, less delicious than a bagel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hate it. Bothered. Allow me to get the game going here so we can look at our cosmetics. <laughs> yeah, please. Lord <sighs> Why? He just, Talbot's interesting. It's just like, it almost feels like he's a character that needed to exist outside of the game as a connective tissue for the lore, but yeah. like, he's in the game. Kind of almost be his own it, thing. It feels, it feels like he should have been. Like, could... It feels like he should have been that mystery survivor that we never did. I, I, I know. So technically, when it was released, uh, his first lore before he as a character was released was attributed to um, Benedict Baker, who is the survivor that we never actually see. And I, like, I was going to say, it feels like he should have been, but I guess mm. he technically was. If they had just made Benedict Baker the Blight character, that I think that would have tied stuff together But then you've closed more. a loop and you can't continually make content out of him. <laughs> hmm How dare you? We, record, we come to you live recording uh, this session while the dredge has been put in the timeout box, by the way. Um, he is not playable <laughs> no. because they broke something. Free him! He was Free invisible, him. apparently. Apparently that was the problem, is you physically could not see him. Oh. Uh, hmm. Nice Neat. nice going. Anyway, we're going to look at some uh, we're going to look at some shop entries for Blight. Uh, he also looks cold constantly, because they decided to make him shudder a lot. Uh, so, he's like starting a little chihuahua. Off, he's a little chihuahua. Uh, you got your basic recolors. I'm going to try and keep this simple. Uh... That one has like a sort of tartan pattern. And now he's just just in in jeans. jeans. Tartan and jeans. Here we have Park Lane Aristocrat, a finely made outfit that identifies the wearer as a person of wealth and taste. Oh. Yeah, he's a funky. I don't like it. He's a little funky lad. He will take you to Funky Town. Uh, Let's see. Sophisticated Slaughter. We got a nice sort of... He's got a little top hat. What day is it? Is it still Christmas Day? And, but it's T-O-W-N-E. Yeah. Um, a high-class ensemble <laughs> that still holds the smell I... of London's fog- smoggy streets. Can you can you turn him to the side a bit? Does he still have his jaw, or is it <laughs> It is completely, completely gone off? on this one. Oh, it... oh great, <laughs> for better access. Um, now it's just top teeth. Organic monstrosity. Organisms mm-hmm. festered in his forgotten wounds. Spreading disease. That one got Carol real good. Spreading <laughs> disease from limb to mm-hmm. limb. Uh, this one's so kind of a uh, green pustule. I, it feels like leprechaun but it's, it might just be because it's It's got a little of the Haiti tie to it. You're, you're not mm-hmm. wrong. If it had the top hat, it would be extra worse. I do like the Victorian mm-hmm. thing of like the... Ow, my tooth hurt. The like scarf around the top of your head, holding your jaw. On. He oh, and he's 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 showing feet. He do show feet. Uh, his boot too big for a goddamn feet. Uh, let's see here. Oh, here comes. You're gonna love this one. Um, this is from the Greek line. Uh, Ferryman of the underworld. Oh, 
that's hot. Death was just the beginning of the journey. So this one is if he was uh, Chiron, Karen. Oh, I love the arm, the the hands like on his on his joints and stuff. Yeah, that's rad as this hell. This is a very good design. Also, I love the sort of that there's still the pouch. Oh, and the faces on the back. Oh, that's so fucking. They cool. put a lot of effort into this design. Um, mm-hmm. Here we'll skip the. Here's uh from the Resident Evil X L N Y collection. We have William Birkin. Um, Jeez. Oh, that he's 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 the guy. He's okay. he's the guy from the game. I don't know this one, so we're just gonna. Uh, he is a he's a scientist that is trying to um. Oh, I'm mixing up games. He is a scientist in one of them that actually ends up injecting himself with the the zombie um, the virus, virus and turns into, yeah, ends up turning into A that different kind of tea from what you're using. Uh, and then we have Blight, True Blight. Um, this an extreme cool. overdose of the putrid serum culminated in a corruption like no other. So this is basically like a Blight look for Blight. Uh he has sort of graboid tentacles from the movie Tremors mm-hmm. coming out of his mouth. This is the uh, the cosmetic I see the most when people play yeah. him. Um, it looks like he's sort of the... It, it betrays that the Blight serum is made of something from the Entity, I think, because he has Entity mm-hmm. spider claws coming out of mm-hmm. his back. Like It looks like he is melding with the Entity even more in this one. Mm-hmm. He he got a, a bit of, a bit of a butt. Um, he got a bit I of a booty. Yes, I can't see it, but I'm sure it's in there. Yeah, no, there there's some pop to it. <laughs> he be he be putting that ass he, out. Looks like he's about to start twerking. I, I I'm here for it. <laughs> of course you are. Uh, uh, yeah, we're we're getting close to the line here, folks. We got one, two, three, mm-hmm. four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten left. One of mm-hmm. which I can't play, two of which I don't own. I think I have to buy <laughs> on Rio soon. Um, but with that, uh, let's talk the horny stuff. Uh, yeah. <sighs> the yawn signaling um, his opinions. Nah, he... Uh, <laughs> hold on. Um, he's, you know, he's pretty mid. Um, <laughs> his perks are fine. Um, most of them are uh, imposed like powerful effects on generators, totems, and, and pallets and stuff. And since it's uh, uh, since his ping ponging ability can be stopped by those, mm-hmm. a map can make or break whether or not he's scary or just a bit of a dork. Um, people who are bad or mid at playing the blight aren't scary. It's only terrifying when you find someone who knows how to use him. Um, his and uh, tighter maps mean more ob- obstacles for you to stun him on. Um, his speed is difficult to control, and unfortunately, I rarely see good blights. Um, his mori is good, but it's super gross. Um, I-, I can appreciate the the pinning and the stabbing, but the whole boils afterward kind of kind of ruin it for me. Um, so he gets a total score of eighty six. Um, his sexy and scary are both six. His mori is a seven. Um, and he is original, so that totals up to uh, 86. On rule34.xxx, uh, there's a lot of comics. There's only about 30-ish entries for him. Um, the second entry is, in fact, a POV of him sucking uh, Survivor's dick. So there you go. The blowjob jokes I earlier were earned. Like you do. 
like you do. I will point out like two him. different artists have had the exact same idea on what to do with him. Uh, the survivor that came with him is Felix, by the way. He's a blonde German guy. Whoop de doo. Uh, yeah. The, both of them yeah. have the same idea for what to do with him. It's Felix <laughs> on top of Blight and Blight's walking stick that we talked about. Um, they have it so that Felix's arms are like, he like the the walking stick is behind his neck but in front of his wrists to keep it to keep them there basically like so his wrists are tied to the walking stick to make it like a bondage hold thing um mm. two different oh, people okay. had that idea and so uh we're, we're we seem to be just getting kinky who with wore it felix better? who mm -hmm. wore it better uh there's there's also one of blight giving uh somebody a reach around which uh, i guess he's sharing the fun um but other than that, not really a lot of people being super horned for Talbot on Rule Thirty Four, yeah, as uh, it might shock you. Archive of our own, archive of our own has about one hundred and twenty-five, which is pretty low. And it looks like most of them only include the blight because they are doing um, the the hollowed blight cosmetic ah. is described within the uh, the game. So they're wanting um, to juice up their are... favorite killer and they have to mention him in passing. Yes. Yeah. Um, most choose explicit or mature, graphic depictions of violence or non-archived warnings, um, a couple rape and non-con, a couple major, right. major character deaths. As far as relationships go, it tends to be um, him and self-inserts or not him at all. <laughs> Please leave the room. Mm-hmm. All right, we now have an unenviable uh, position to be in, and that is, <laughs> that is, where do we rank this man? Uh, I don't like this man. We have a white. We we yeah. have our we have in front of ourselves a white man with power. Uh, who yeah, like is he? Man. Here's the question: Is he better or worse than the doctor? Yeah. They're kind of they're kind of cut from the same they're kind of cut from the same terrible yeah. cloth. Um, Talbot is kind of like the nutty professor, where it's less that he's just, he's just straight up isn't paying attention to the world around him while he's making mm. this horrible stuff. Um, uh, my my quip for him on the PowerPoint was an autistic with a deadly. This is true. He's got a deadly hyperfixation. <laughs> Frankly, he does get the shit beat out of him for it, and that does mm -hmm. fuck with him. Like, he does sort of internalize yeah, it. and he does, once he gets the shit kicked out of him, he does start to feel guilty about the stuff he does. He doesn't does. stop doing it, but he does feel he guilty. Know. Uh, Herman, on the other hand, is just evil to the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To the point where Herman I, isn't even put in a fucking life-threatening situation. I can't decide, though, if it's worse to just be pure evil, or... To know what mm. you're doing is evil and choose to do it anyway. I feel like and that's still worse. continue to do it. I feel like mm -hmm. that's worse because you could almost say like maybe they don't know better about someone who just does shit. Yes. Um, you know, you can almost say that. I don't think you should, but you could. Mm -hmm. Whereas with someone who it's like, you know, they know better and they're doing it anyway. I feel like that's uh, that's worse. Does that make him a more interesting villain than cartoonish? That's the. I think it makes him more interesting. Um, 
Davin, sorry, you did not mention that the one of him giving the blowjob to 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 Ghostface is so well it's done. It's CG animated, right? Or that's just like 3D models. <laughs> no, there's there's another art. There's an art one. There's one where it's like drawn and oh. it's f- fucking gorgeous. It might shock you to hear I closed that tab when we stopped thinking about it. Uh, yeah, I opened it because <laughs> while I was searching an archive of our own, you said some stuff I might be I into. I never so. even typed it into the search bar. Not even once. <laughs> Some stuff I might be into being code for. You wanted to see the Felix with his arms tied behind his back. I say nothing. Um, <laughs> I, I plead the I plead, I plead the horny the, fifth. I plead the horny fifth. Um, I'm also dropping this art because I'm gonna. Put I would it. say Michael Myers is a little bit yeah. more interesting yeah. than White. Maybe maybe yeah. we stick him down at number fourteen. I, I just saw a spoiler tag thing from <laughs> from Cole appearing. No, chat. it's gorgeous. Like smut aside, it's gorgeous. Oh my art. god, this one didn't pop up for me. Right? What the fuck? It's I think because there there's another blight tag. Oh blight! That, yeah. Just the word blight has mm-hmm. six things on it. Okay, I um. see. Yeah, the, the the Felix one I mentioned is on that tag. Wow, the advertisements on this. Yeah, don't... the advertisements are a lot. Yeah, boy. Yeah. Rule thirty four is a very skeezy website. Mm-hmm. Let's not let's not mince words about it. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that is a yeah. lovingly drawn. Yeah, right? that is that is much higher quality. Yeah, I will than the say, one I, I saw. like I. That's really yeah. Whoever mm-hmm. drew that, good job. Your art, you you do art good. You you clearly give a shit. You do art good. <laughs> you do art good with horrible people, but you do art good. <laughs> uh. Danny deserves better head than that. Yeah, yeah, I will say both of the Felix (laughs) art is uh, I've seen I've seen better and more creative. I'm sure you have. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's the that's the POV you're talking about. Okay, there it is. Um, Uh, We have reached a point where we are putting Blight, one of the bigger characters, lore wise and Dead by Daylight, at number fourteen. Well, you know. in the end, yeah. we're it's it's now settling in. We're gonna end up ranking just, about thirty of these I just motherfuckers. Hear East India Company, M, and immediately like you gotta go. Also, we're just saying East India Company. It's East India Trading Company. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they didn't say the word. Oh, trading I'm sorry. Let the... me get the name right. Let me no, show them. No, not you. Respect. The Lord. Yeah, the, the Lord calls Lord. it East India Company. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, sorry. <laughs> Yeah, put put some put some respect on that that name. Put I'm some sure. respect on the worst <laughs> company uh-huh. to ever exist. I'm sure the they worst it. possible people. <laughs> so Which, by the way, the East India Company didn't go out of business. They were basically nationalized by the UK. So, like, mm-hmm. the East India Company never stopped. It just it just got renamed. It's great. It's awesome. Yeah. It's cool. The Colonialism's world great. stresses me out. I love when people are yeah. like, hey, slavery stopped 100 years ago. I'm like, no, buddy. Slavery is still happening. Um, the fuck it did. Both out in public like, and behind the scenes. Shit still happens. fucking brain. Mm-hmm. It, uh, okay. It's fine. All right. it's fine. We'll be here for a while if I start talking. And now from that excellent headspace, we move <laughs> into recommending media. Yes. <laughs> yes. Let's pivot something better let's give it um, i got one all righty uh if you are interested in reading um smutty monster fiction um there's one that does dr jackal and mr hyde very well um it's called a lady of rook's grave manor uh it's by Catherine moon um 
I will stipulate, uh, I will say that while it is not great writing, it is fun writing. Um, mm-hmm. And it's very much like, it is about a woman who is down on her luck and goes to become a, um, goes to a house where she gets hired on as a companion for all the monsters that come through. Um, and it's it's mm. it's great because the woman who steps up is like, listen, you may be scared of them, but it's okay. They're not going to hurt you. And she's like, no, I want them to fuck me. And the woman's <laughs> like, oh, great. You'll do fine here. Um, and like escorts her up into the room. Um, it's very <laughs> fun. She um, meets a Dr. Chapel, Mr. Hyde type. She also meets... Um, there's an invisible man. There's a guy made of stone um, who's very fun. There's a, um, not a seraphim, um, but like a, an angel kind of sphinx-esque type character um, and a, a, like minotaurs and a whole bunch of other stuff. It's it's very diverse in terms of monster fuckery and there's a lot of good scenes. <laughs> there's also some um, queer relationships and some gender queer people and it plays uh, very well into that despite it being set in the like Victorian era. They're still very much like not weird about gender and sex and stuff. It's, it's great. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend it. I have... Um... Do I do an anime or a movie today? I have two very different things in front of me I could do. Uh, let's do Flip anime because I think I, I think I know. Roll for oh or, oh. or just listen. I mean, I can roll a die. <laughs> I got dice. Here, do, uh, do you want me to roll? I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw Cole a, a curveball here with the anime. Mm-hmm. Uh, y'all should watch Spy Family. Spy yeah. X Family. Oh, I love Spy Family. It's extremely good. It's very good. Okay, I it's very difficult to say the premise is very simple. It's the premise is very easy to explain, but saying the setting makes it sound like a fantasy thing. So yes. like it is a anime about Cold War 60s spy shit, but the way they get around the politics of it is they just set it in like a a fantasy. There is a huh. fictional two countries that are the same landmass. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean? The Cold War this could be interesting. Um I think it's, you would it, really like it. I, I I genuinely love the setting of the Cold War. I don't know why. The intro is actually animated to be like 60s animation. Mm-hmm. Like that's oh, that's how so deep in it they go. Yeah. It's um, so gorgeous. Cool. Yeah. So here's the idea. There's an East and a West. The West one's literally called Westalia. The East mm-hmm. is like, hey, there's this guy in Westalia that's like he's he's the head of the big new political party. Mm-hmm. We need to find out what makes him tick. We need to get close to this guy. Mm-hmm. So he sends his kid to this very elite private school. Uh, not just his kid. It is he needs to acquire a a, a a kid to then infiltrate. That they they call up their best spy and mm-hmm. they're like, "You need to make a fake family. Send your kid that you adopt to that school and mm-hmm. get tight with." So this he gets it. It is leader. fake dating the anime, and I fucking love it. I adore fake dating. Nice. Okay. But here's the twist. He's he's a spy. His fake wife is an assassin who doesn't know he's a spy. Mm-hmm. And huh. his daughter that he adopts from the 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 orphanage is telepathic. So she can hear oh. his thoughts. And neither none of them know this about the other. All three of them <laughs> have no fucking clue. And they are all faking it and it is f- and that's not spoilers it happens in like the first episode. Um but like that that is the premise of the show. Also, they have a big fluffy dog, and <laughs> oh, they name him Bond. So good, uh, it it is a phenomenal. And the dog show. can see the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, <gasps> yes, the puppy has powers. Puppy powers. 
Uh, it's because he was experimented on, but yeah, yes. Good, um, very okay, good that show. That is unfortunate. Good, yes, very good boy. Um, uh, very good show. Lots of fun tropes. I know this is Davin's recommendation, but I also second this. The voice actor I, I, for Lloyd is A++. Yes. Very good sounding in the dub. I've, I've wanted to like watch movies, oh. but I just feel there's so fucking many and it feels like yeah. every single one it's like you have to commit so much of your life to watching this there's thing. only 26 episodes of this so far see so that good. sounds manageable because yeah. i feel like every time someone's like you should watch this it has 900 fucking episodes in a well that's just people are recommending like naruto and one piece and... yeah that's shit it's not well, and, like and, there and, are and, there yeah. are so so anime comes out in so in, in seasons and each season rotation mm-hmm. is like six is like four to six months um, they've done mm-hmm. a winter and a summer, and occasionally they'll do spring rotations. And so there's always something coming out. It's like theater seasons. Yeah, like six yeah. percent of them are trash, but when you find that forty, they're great. <laughs> Here, here's okay. my one more selling point mm-hmm. for Spy Family. Um, that sounds interesting. The main, the, they're all three main characters, mm-hmm. and it has this sort of like the episodes will be split into instead of one episode being one plot, sometimes they'll do like three small plots, that kind of thing, like an anthology almost. Lloyd, the super spy, isn't the main character necessarily because it, it rotates between all three of them pretty regularly, but Lloyd is the best character because he's this. James Bond-esque super spy who's really fucking good at his job Mm -hmm. but because he's really fucking good at his job his only frame of reference for normal human beings is spy stuff Mm -hmm. so he sucks at interpersonal communication he is so fucking bad at talking to people (laughs) there's one where like his wife's brother comes over and he's like over analyzing everything and it's really fucking funny and they play it off as like oh he's just um, he's just like he's oh yeah. of course he's over analyzing stuff and then they switch to the brother's point of view and it's like fully he's into this as well of like oh I'm over analyzing this he has to be like a spy or a murderer or something he's not good enough for my sister and like <laughs> it it's phenomenal it's amazing mm-hmm. okay, uh, also like, he becomes convinced that if he leaves the house too much they'll think he's cheating on his wife yes <laughs> and they can't have that because he's supposed to, he loves his wife God, the amount of overthinking, it's like, oh, that's mm-hmm. relatable. Hate, mm-hmm. hate yes. that. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, that that genuinely does sound interesting. Because, yeah, every time someone's like, oh, you should watch this, I'm like, I I can't commit body, like, brain, and soul to this legitimately, thing it seems like there's so much. N- knowing you and your preferences, I think you will really like yeah. this anime. I think this okay. is, is okay. a good one for you to start on. I want to add that to the. I have a well, like a little note or like a dot going on of like things that I do mm-hmm. want to check out that people have told me about. So I'm going to add that to that because oh, you I'm actually curious. have a list and you don't just say oh, I'll add that to the list. What was what was that? Um, was it Men's Warehouse with the slogan? I know you're going to love it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, sorry, I'm sorry, Cole. You said something in captions. Uh, uh, um, you you actually have a list and don't just say oh, I'll add that to the list. Uh, no, I genuinely. I, yeah, I, I, I also actually, physically have that list. I I literally I don't. Have list. I'm like I will watch it when I remember it, like three years from now. Of oh, so and so told me to watch Neuro that. Di- I have everything in docs. I literally have a note. I have a list going of which friends want. Like, if anyone has like a, a 
like an emoji they don't like or something. Like I will make a note. I have I have I have docs for friends where I make notes of things like when's your birthday? What are your favorite things? What don't you like? Like I I if, if someone tells me something I need to remember, I'm gonna write it down. I'm not saying I always remember to consult it, uh-huh. but it's there. Uh <laughs> still I'm still spicy about that. Um neurodivergency, I, baby. <laughs> You, you did this year this previous year you you did very well but it's fine sorry um, and with that we have finished talking about talbot grimes sure <laughs> look he's he's great fun character but boy is he messy both to play and to read yeah he's also just i mean look at the look at the face i don't know I, I bet he, I bet he'd be warm. Next time, <laughs> we're going to be talking about an even messier character. <laughs> the twins. Oh, boy, we're talking I, about Charlotte and Victor. Boy, howdy. I really want to talk about before they got fixed, because playing against them pre-bud, like when they're super fucking buddy, it was phenomenal. Charlotte I'm sure it was amazing. So there's two? Yes. The same person. Same person, totally. Kind of. They're two people, uh, but they two two bodies, one person. Sort of for the are game. They, like, reasons. are they like one of those married couples that has like an Instagram, a joint Instagram? A oh joint God, no! We're going to be talking not. about conjoined twins, Carol. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be uh, easy. Uh, no. Oh no. Um, I do actually like their lore, though, so it'll be fun to get into. It's yeah. Okay. It's not, I was like, it's not ah. that it's like horrible, but no. it's still like oh. it's 14th I, I century just... France. It's it's about as good as you think it's gonna get. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> which with the French, not very. Mm-hmm. And um, with the 14th century. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, yeah, it'll it, it'll be fun. <laughs> it'll be oh, fun. I didn't recommend a thing. I just oh, recommend. <laughs> Oh, um, no, literally just I've been I, I, I realized uh, recently that a thing that I have missed doing on a daily basis is watching things with other people because um, I, I, mm-hmm. I, I it's I, so I, fun. Mm-hmm. It's so fun. And I, I miss doing the thing where I would like ha- kind of talk about stuff while we're watching it, like in real time, have the commentary going because um, I, I don't get to do that every day. Anymore. Are you going to recommend and mystery science it. theater? No, I love Mystery Science Theater, but I I literally was on YouTube one day and I was watching, I watched an interview or something and it was just auto-playing things. And it started um, recommending, uh, or it started auto-playing like people reacting to shows. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And movies and stuff. And then I was like, oh, this is actually really fun because it does kind of scratch that itch a little bit. It's like, it's sort of like when you listen to it, like a chatty podcast with friends, like we do where it's like, you know, you're not necessarily fully a part of it, but it kind of feels like you are. It kind of, Mm. it kind of fills that. And I, I realized I was like, Oh, I needed that. I really need that. And yeah. So I, I recommend if you're someone who like me, I'm, I'm super, super extroverted. I know that's a shock to learn. Um, but I love to watch things with people and share stuff with people and like chat about things with someone in real time. And I used to do that every, literally every single day. And then my life sort of changed um, in mm-hmm. some pretty like massive ways. And I started watching a few different channels that do these like, oh, we're reacting to this show. And I'm like, I watch that show. I want to see what they think. And honestly, I know it sounds a little silly, but it's, it's nice because it does kind of 
tide you over. And it's like if you're hungry before a meal and you have a snack to get you through until it's mealtime, it kind of does that. And so, I don't know, I was just kind of thinking about it today. Like, since I started watching things like that, I don't know. I feel a little less lonely. It's kind of nice. So, I, yeah. I the like, upshot of parasocial relationships. Yeah. I, feel like I mean, there's I something get, to it. I get frustrated because what if they have a wrong opinion that I want to argue oh, about? That's... Sometimes <laughs> they do. And then I just find I'm someone like... else. <laughs> well, but I was watching. One of the things that started playing was the, this. Um, oh, I'm blanking on the name of the channel. I will find it. Um, but it was this like couple that was watching all the Scream movies. And they fucking love Scream. And yeah. I was like oh, I've never watched these movies. I'll I'll, I'll see mm-hmm. what they say about them and I'll see if I want to watch. Like, because I've heard y'all talk about it and I was like, and it shows kind of clips of it so I can kind of get a sense of how I feel about it. And I don't know, it was just fun. I was like, this is hilarious. And like, this this is, this is uh, you know, they did all the paranormal activity movies mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, this is fun. You know, I don't know. It kind of felt like movie night. Um yeah, it was nice. And and it just sort of, you know, until I have a chance to watch things that I enjoy and care about with people who I enjoy and care about personally, um, it's nice to have that kind of thing available. So I don't know. I, I think that I think that it was one of those little things that I found that's like, ah, this is good for me. This is helpful. This this is a thing I would not have thought to sink out. It definitely showcases how much of a, a an extrovert you are <laughs> yeah. compared to me, the introvert, where I'm like, that sounds like hell. <laughs> I just need people. I get sad when I'm not around people. <laughs> yeah. So, and I spend a lot of, I, I spend a pretty significant amount of time by myself. So uh, it's nice to kind of have that. Um, and I was like, oh, okay. So maybe when I'm a little bummed that I can't watch this, immediately with a friend i'll watch it here i kind of get that that snack (laughs) of it and then i'll and then i'll find a friend who wants to watch it with me for real and that's the meal if that makes any sense that's the meal (laughs) that's not really a specific recommendation but it is like a hey if you're if you're feeling a little about not watching you know about watching things by yourself or not watching it with friends like this could be a good outlet for that there you go that was my Hell recommendation. Yeah. <laughs> Take care of yourself, I guess, is my recommendation. Yeah. Take care of yourself is a good one to end on on an <laughs> yeah. episode about a guy who ODs on fucking yeah. plant juice F- from the entity. Flower. Glowing. Cum. He did. Glowing meth. <laughs> glowing weed meth. Day glow weed meth. Day glow Thank flower. You all for listen- <laughs> Thank you all yeah. for listening. See you all next <laughs> week with uh, Charlotte and Victor Deshays. And then the week after that, I will have to do a lot of practice because uh, we're talking about the K-pop killer. Uh, a friend of mine is a K-pop stan who will beat my ass if I get his name wrong. Uh, oh I can't stand him. Uh-oh. You don't like you don't like the. Trickster? He was designed to be sexy, and it does not work. It does not work for me. <laughs> it, it don't do it. It. it, it I well, like, like. Don't tell me who to be attracted uh, to. No, I like Fuck monsters you. who are a little fucked up, and he's perfect. He's like, not a monster. He's just no, a guy. No, he's just a guy. Which is I will fine. say he's the last just a guy. Yeah, of, he is the last just a guy us. so far. Okay. I say so far because God knows with our schedule, D- yeah, like, like three next more week killers. Like, New chapter, mm-hmm. Bob. Mm-hmm. He's a he's a Republican Bob senator. Michaels. Oh, Bob Michaels. Bob Michaels.
isn't the 10th anniversary coming up soon? What? The, there might be. I mean, it's in June. So. Yeah, so who knows? Do y'all... Okay, this is this is in poor taste, but I'm fine with that. Um, <laughs> Mitch do McConnell. We think, do we think Mitch McConnell's going to get snatched up by the entity? No. <laughs> no, no. He doesn't deserve it. What can he do? He doesn't, he doesn't have the... What would he do in a He trial? would just walk around slowly looking like a, a, a fucking turtle that's ashamed of something. His blight look would just be committing to the turtle thing. Mm-hmm. That's, what, that's what that mm-hmm. would be. Commit to the bit. Um, to no, the bit. Fu- fuck in every... Uh, I, as a I, former Kentuckian, fuck Mitch McConnell. <laughs> fuck Mitch McConnell. He needs to retire or die. Whichever comes first. Mm-hmm. Whichever comes first. <laughs> Anyways, and, and on, on that, that note, we end. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> <And> on that, <laughs> bye. <laughs> <laughs>